Quick announcement. Please head to whatyouwillearn.com slash survey. There's a short six-question survey there. Yeah, a few questions, one being uh, a book recommendation. So we mm. want to learn from the listeners what you guys like listening to, and we will review it. Whatyouwillearn.com slash survey. Welcome back to What You Will Learn. My name is Adam Ashton. G'day, g'day. My name is Adam Jones. Today we are reviewing REACH, a new strategy to help you step outside your comfort zone, rise to the challenge, and build confidence by Andy Malinsky, PhD. Nice. So, mate, we did, we've probably talked in the podcast in the past about comfort challenges, get outside your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to, you know, test the test your limits. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the most important things you can do, I think, because it's... If you want to become a new person and achieve new things and different mm. goals and better goals, you need to, to grow into someone else, and that's uh, stepping outside your yep. comfort zone. Yeah, nice. So he sort of presents the challenges of why people don't do it and then tries to give a few, I guess, resources you can use to start stepping outside your comfort zone. Should we get stuck in? Yeah, man. So for the introduction, he says things like conflict, avo- conflict avoidant managers need to embrace conflict. Timid entrepreneurs need to pitch and promote themselves and ideas. Introverts need to network. Self-conscious executives mm. need to deliver speeches. And people pleasers need to deliver bad news. So it's kind of a context for what he defines as uh, comfort challenges. Probably a bit yep. different to what we've defined as in the past. <laughs> <laughs> but it's unavoidable. He says that no one likes to move beyond their comfort zone. Um, but he said the magic happens outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. As you said, everyone needs to do it. No one likes to do it, but... If you want to achieve some good shit, then you've got to do it. That's probably one of the main things I liked about the book. It's just the different ways of seeing uh, comfort challenges. In the mm. past, I'd probably just see it as like, you know, obviously public speaking or lying down in a cafe or doing anything <laughs> stupid like that. But it, Or selling a $10 note for five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, it comes down to a lot of different things. Yeah, nice. And he, um, he says that if we don't sort of practice getting outside our comfort zone and taking the leap and trying new things, then we can miss the op- big opportunities when they come around because we're going to be too scared to... We're not going to have that courage to take the leap when it matters. So practice when it's not vital and you'll build up that um, potential to take the leap whenever you want, I guess. Yep. So that's the goal of the book, to give you tips, trips and tools to take that leap in like more of a strategic kind of way to get out of your comfort zone and do it in an authentic way. Nice. So chapter one goes into... So uh, part, part one, one. is uh, the challenge of reaching outside your comfort zone. And chapter one is why reaching outside your comfort zone is so hard. And there's five challenges as to why um, we can't do it. Yeah. So number one, authenticity challenge. And so that's when people think this isn't me at all. You know, going out and doing whatever this is, is not me. Yeah. So in today's professional environment, we are like assuming new roles and responsibilities at a really fast rate. So in order to catch up, we need to keep reinventing ourselves. So at times, mm. this might feel inauthentic as we keep adapting, but really, it's just a, it's a challenge of growth and, yes, yeah, stepping out of your comfort zone. Nice. The next one is the likability challenge and the feeling that people won't like this version of me if I grow and change. Yeah. So if you're a boss and you need to give uh, someone a kick up the ass or something like that <laughs> and it's, mm. it's necessary, you might feel uh, afraid to do it because you don't want to be disliked or hated nice the competence challenge is where you think people can tell that i'm no good at this yeah so this is if you get a job that's way outside your credit or way outside your level you might feel like an imposter 
and you might have the fear of being mm. found out that you're not as good as what your title or your job suggests you are. Mm, nice. Even uh, he has obviously uh, examples throughout. So he says Sheryl Sandberg, the um, COO of Facebook and the author of Lean In, she always says that you know she was facing situations where she thought they were beyond her qualifications. Even Moses, God told Moses to save, um, <laughs> save, uh, take the Israelites out of Egypt, and Moses said, "Why me? I can't do this. I'm not good enough." But yeah. yeah, so it's got a fair network. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fourth one, the resentment challenge, is that, and that's the feeling of why do I have to do this in the first place? So not wanting to do the the hard things. Yep. Next is the morality challenge. Oh man, I liked how you given a bit more juice to it. What's that? You know how you, you added a bit more juice to each of those. Yeah. Oh, do you want me to put more? If you, oh, if you, got, juice? if you got one. So yeah, if you dislike <laughs> it or or them, so it might be getting out of your comfort zone if you are if you're doing a task with you don't like or with people you don't like, mm. things like that. You just you think it's a pain in the ass. Nice. And the fifth challenge is the morality Enough challenge. For you, mate. Yeah, that was good. Good, good juice. Good. <laughs> and that was a feeling of, uh, I'm not sure I should be doing this. So, um, yeah, stepping outside your comfort zone, I might feel a bit shaky. Yes, they might be doing something like firing someone, where it is, you know it's the best thing for the business, but it, it goes against your own morality is firing people. They might have a, it might be a single mum with a few kids and all that, and it might feel immoral doing mm. it. And the, the morality challenge, I guess, it comes from this gap between how you normally and how you naturally act compared to how you act in order to be effective. So uh, I guess it's good, as you say, sometimes you need that morality challenge so you can assess if it's truly the right move. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you might just feel it even though uh, it's just because you're not being effective compared to how you normally act. Um, so it's good to, you know, sometimes conquer that. Yeah. Sold starts the book, mate. Chapter two was... Our, ma- our amazing capacity to avoid. So it's just all the way, all the ways we avoid getting out of our comfort challenge because we're creatures of comfort mm. and we'll do a lot of things to stay inside our own comfort zone. Yeah, so I think most people have probably, as we were listing off those five challenges, would have um, felt those feelings, experienced those uh, those challenges in the past. And then this is the next chapter is saying that, you know, because these come up, we like to avoid it. We like to uh, stay safe. You said it's sort of a natural evolutionary thing where we like to avoid things that frighten us yeah. um, and stay safe. So, yeah, as we evolved, we used to see a bear or a lion and we'd run away from the lion, which is good. So then, mm. you know, if you're someone who fears that, you're going to reproduce. But now, carrying on that trait, we still mm. apply this same kind of procedures as something uh, like public speaking. Yeah. And we, all, we keep having these flight or fight reaction to situations that aren't life-threatening. Yeah, so we're sort of fearing the stuff that isn't life-threatening anymore. Um, and whilst it was in the past, it was good to stay safe. Uh, staying safe now means that we miss the opportunity to learn a new skill or learn or grow, develop, improve. Yep. Yeah. So number one tactic to avoiding is full-on avoidance. Um, yes, the number one type of avoiding, yeah? Yep. Uh, is, and that's just, just full legit, on. full on. Avoid. Just avoid. So someone, <laughs> mate, he keeps in the book a lot. He talks about uh, going to the water cooler with a co-worker there as a comfort challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a joke. Some people must avoid that. <laughs> but yeah, he says that. As, so if, say if there's someone who's it's out of your comfort zone to speak to your boss or something like that. If they're at the water cooler, you just fully <laughs> yeah, avoid it. You're water. hiding behind the bin. <laughs> At the door. <laughs> so I don't know, um, mate, there's fair pussies. <laughs> That's a coming job. That's funny. Mate, you also talked about Buffett here. So I think we've talked in the past how Warren Buffett was um, 
physically scared of um, of public speaking. You used to throw up and stuff whenever you had to go out on a limb and speak in public. So in uh, college or in university, you used to avoid classes that would mean he had to speak in public. He said he'd throw up, so he'd always arrange his life so that he never had to speak in front of everyone mm. until he took Dale Carnegie's course. Yeah. And, and a lot of this might be subconscious, yeah. Mm. So. And even uh, Frederick Chopin, uh, famous classical composer, uh, he used to avoid performing in public because he was scared of, of um, performing in public. Mm. So that's a full-on avoidance. Number two was do the task part way and not so well. Yeah, and that's probably that could be even worse mm. if you decide to do it, but you just half-ass it and do a shit job. Yeah. So yeah. that's instead of giving a speech to your employees, you post to Facebook. Well, I've got a, a personal mm. one for me. I'd say was last year as a comfort challenge. I'd when I was going out sober. I'd, I'd make the rule I have to ask two girls each night for their number. Mm-hmm. And rather than doing the task properly and trying to become friends with them and make a connection, I would go up to them and just say it straight away. Can I have uh-huh. your number? <laughs> <laughs> and then after I've done that twice, I'd just like tick, mm. job done. But really it was uh, kind of a Yeah, only doing it part Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. And as you, one you sort of um, half mentioned there was if you... Rather than giving a trying to present a business presentation in front of someone, you just post it on social media, and then you feel like you've done it. You can tick it off, but really, you haven't done the job properly. Mm. Three is procrastination. Yeah, that's pretty common. That's probably the biggest one. Yeah, there's everyone likes to procrastinate. Yeah, number four, pass the buck. Yeah, get someone else to do the task that you should be doing. To outsource it to someone yeah. in Kenya or something. <laughs> <laughs> done that with tinder before <laughs> yeah, outsourcing the tinder yeah it's interesting uh, so <laughs> hey, there was, you got some super likes i've got some super likes from, from kenyan um, birds yeah so <laughs> yeah outsourcing tinder to kenya don't um don't yeah, pass the buck mate don't, don't avoid it do it yourself so it's a vicious cycle of avoidance he says so mm. it's a negative feedback loop so once you start constructing your life to avoid these tasks that are really important and they're kind of outside your comfort zone this pays immediate dividends because you're coming out of your comfort zone, but it's a negative feedback loop, mm. so you become less and less inclined to reach. Yeah, for sure. So at first, you're going to have that anxiety about taking the leap. And if you decide not to take the leap, as you said, you get that short-term relief, you run back inside your comfort zone, um, but then the next time, you're going to have even more anxiety about taking the leap, and then you won't take the leap and then you get more anxiety for next time, and then you won't take the leap. Mm. And as you say, then you then you're cooked. Then you're done. You're done. That's good. Bed. You line in, eating bacon eggs. <laughs> Part two: How to successfully reach outside your comfort zone. So I guess this is some of the tactics of the the how to. Yeah, and he said there was there was three things that um, three resources that we needed, which are the next uh, three chapters. So number one, which is really cool, I thought, is conviction, and it's kind of self evident. So the critical importance of having a deep sense of purpose. If you've got this purpose or this drive bigger than yourself, then it's much easier mm. to step outside your comfort zone. And Yeah, and he says in the short term, you probably think that the pain is worse than the gain. So getting out there and trying something new is going to be painful. But you need to realize that in the long term, mm. the long-term gain is going to be far, far, far outweighing yeah. that short-term pain. Yeah, if you don't have that idea of gain in your head, mm. there's, why would you withstand the pain? So it's having your big why yep. inside your head to Yeah, mate, start with why. And um, a bit of growth mindset as well, which yep. comes up in this book later on. It comes up in every book. Yeah, it comes, it's such a good... Um, but yeah, so as you say, have that conviction. Endure the short-term stress. Keep pushing on and, and yeah. Chapter four, I'm going to say I didn't really... 
enjoy reading it or understand it. <laughs> so, the, <laughs> man, so the, this was customization. Teach me, mate. Uh, oh, mate, I was actually, I was hoping to rely on you for this one. <laughs> I'd say finding your own personal way of performing the task. It's probably the, the one I understood was, so there's this, some chick who was scared of speaking up at meetings because they were mm. all derogatory and they were all insulting each other. So she just found her own way of speaking up at the meeting and then... I don't know. I think so. Yeah, she used to. Uh, I think she was an Asian chick, and t- uh, typically they're, um, you know, taught to respect the hierarchy. So she never s- spoke up. But she found that if she sat next to the powerful person in the meeting, they all they always directed their question to the person immediately next to her, and that would force her to speak. Or she said she would be the scribe and write stuff on the whiteboard, which meant she was forced to speak as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he says customize the language. Customize your timing. Use props. How do you use props? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was hoping you wouldn't ask, mate. Maybe yeah, we should ask Andy. Mate, we say we reviewed the best bit of the best book, so that's, let's move on. There's good, good parts of the book. Yeah. So the next is chapter five, which is the power of honest perspective. Clarity. So those are the three C's. So conviction, customization, and clarity. Yeah. Um, so as you say, rather than uh, saying... Uh, I can't do this, or I, rather than saying I can do this, he says, do self-talk in third person. So say, Adam, you can do this. Hmm. So what do you, yeah, what do you reckon? Yeah, I, I think another way of describing this would be like self, just having the awareness that you are avoiding your comfort zone. Mm. So if you look at yourself in third person, you're not fully encapsulated in, in your emotions, and you just see yourself as a little timid person who's scared of. Mm. something new yeah 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 and is that almost a way of sort of detaching from yourself and almost looking from the outside in as as you're this little pussy yeah. who's not taking the taking the leap yeah I think that's much easier like I, mm. I reckon I've done in the past when I'm very scared to do something and then if you just look at the fear and then if you just acknowledge that you're scared then it kind of just kind of drops away a little bit yeah and I think you just said in here there's um, I've got a, as a note here recipe precise versus flexible so I think there were some parts of the task where you have to be precise but then there's some bits you can be flexible in yeah. one bit I liked from this chapter actually he says was um, include a section on your resume or your CV um, and the section's titled rejections and failures really? so I thought that was a cool yeah. idea maybe you skip that one <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was a cool idea he says no one does it but if you can put up their rejections and failures say you say um, uh, I wrote this book and I submitted it to, to 20 publishers but none of them accepted it or something mm-hmm. even though yes it was a rejection and failure you going out there and writing that book and then putting yourself out there is something fucking awesome that not many other applicants would do yeah. or um, yeah so he says include a section on your CV rejections and failures because no one else does it and it shows that you're trying new things and you're open to trying something different. I yeah, know, that was a cool. It's a great one. idea, I reckon, for some employers. Not every. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Good stuff. Chapter six is the surprising benefits of taking a leap, which I'm happy to fly through if you want. Yeah. No, just, mate, give it a try. And giving it a try leads to this per, uh, personal discovery. And the we t- spoke about the negative feedback loop before. He says that taking the leap is a positive feedback loop in that you're going to start at the same point and you're going to feel that anxiety about taking the leap. Whereas if you do take the leap, you're going to discover it's not so bad. You're going to learn something about yourself. You're going to get better. So the next time you've got less anxiety about doing it. So next time you're going to take the leap again mm. and so on. And this is where Carol, is this where Carol Dweck's, well, she, that book comes up later, I think. <laughs> Man, the, the, he said there's two core epiphanies you can have when you take the leap. 
The first one is this isn't so bad after all. And the second is that I'm better than I thought. Bang, that's so, just yeah. absolute just earth-crushing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Part three, how to make your new behavior stick. So chapter seven is building resilience. So he's got a few different resources that he thinks. So one is a thoughtful and effective practice routine. So if it's, mm-hmm. if it's part of your routine to keep getting out of your comfort zone, then it's a bit easier. So yep. for the example of public speaking, you might be booked in for Toastmasters twice a month. Yep. So then you know you have to do it. Yeah, and a way of forcing you. Yeah, nice. The second was the mindset, yeah. <laughs> Carol Dweck. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking awesome book. Yeah, and there's a good quote by... Uh, sorry, mate, before yeah, you no, that. Sorry, yeah. Good quote by Branson was... If someone offers you an amazing opportunity but you aren't sure you can do it, say yes and learn how to do it later. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah sick. Mate, do you want to hit us with Dweck? Or if... Oh, just have a have a growth mindset. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it is critical for, <laughs> yeah. for everything. For challenge. If you think... <laughs> but yeah, if you've got a fixed mindset, then why the hell would you go out of your comfort zone? Yeah, yeah, correct. You know, if you, if you know you can grow, develop and learn, then... It's the only only reason you get uncomfortable. Yeah, he says so. Recognize those small wins. I like how he said that you go through five stages. First is avoiding. Uh, second is considering. So that's when you're thinking about doing it. And then when you go, when you consider it, you move on to attempting stage. That's when you take that leap, have a crack. After a lot of attempting and, and uh, re-attempting, then you move on to refining stage. So you try and tweak the process and get better. And then the fifth stage is the enjoying stage. Yeah. And resource number three is a healthy support system by just, you know, quality friends, family, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, encourage you to get outside your comfort zone. Yeah. Chapter eight, mate, I didn't have um, too much. <laughs> it was just the myths versus um, versus the realities. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Part there four. Five, there was five myths, right. but yeah, no. Part four, practical <laughs> tools, applying reach to your own life. So he's got just a couple of examples here of ways you can just get out of your comfort zone straight away. Mm. A few of those might be speaking up in a meeting, promoting yourself during a conference, making small talk at the water cooler, <laughs> <laughs> which is by far the most difficult. Isn't it? <laughs> um, also giving someone some negative feedback, having a difficult conversation, confronting um, somebody, you know, not, not in a fist fight. So yeah, his, his approach is definitely not the lying down in the middle of a cafe or a street corner mm. doing something stupid. It's more the, the practical stuff. Mm you can do in your everyday life um, potentially more useful to be able to Probably. give someone negative feedback than to lie down in the middle of the street potentially potentially <laughs> but a lot to learn from lying down in the middle of the street yeah no 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 definitely I haven't done it yet so I, 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 mate, I'm not so enlightened yeah. yeah so that's about it cool mate you got a few questions for Andy Malinsky yeah well um, I'll have a think yeah, yeah we'll, we'll speak to him in a, we'll speak to him in a couple of days, days. So, yeah good stuff man Reach out. <laughs> Reach out. Reach out. Only. Reach out. Reach. Hey, hey. Andy Malinsky. Authenticity challenge. This isn't me at all. Likeability challenge. You're a cunt. Competence challenge. Resentment challenge. Morality challenge. Speak up the meetings and if you see your boss at the water cooler, do some small talk. How's your weekend, dog? How's your weekend, dog? Don't be a pussy. Don't be a pussy. You might, you might fool on a boy or do the task pathway, procrastinate or pass the buck, buck, buck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Reach out, yeah. Reach outside your comfort zone.
can we reach outside our comfort zone? You can customize, I still don't know what that means. We'll get some conviction and some clarity. If it's clear, if it's clear, you can, you can reach, reach, reach outside your comfort zone. Reach out and touch it. Oh, that's the magic. Myths and realities, I didn't read the chapter, no. <laughs> Just reach out.